We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. Healing, I have no apologies to make. I feel like I'm in good company with the Apostle Paul and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I just like them a whole lot better than I do theologians. Amen. Healing for the physical body is part and parcel of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. If that's not so, tear that page out of your Bible. And you start tearing pages out and the rest of them just automatically come out, you know. Amen. No, no. If healing for our physical bodies is not a part and parcel of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, then tear that page out. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Incline Thine Ear, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, you see, whatever God asks you to do, He'll give you faith to do it. That's where special faith comes in. But it's also true, whatever he calls you to do, he'll give you faith to do it. If he calls you to preach, he'll give you faith to preach. Call you to the ministry. Now, that's the reason he'll give you special faith. You see, in the, in the Great Commission, there is healing for the sick. They'll lay hands on the sick. doesn't say a word in the world about them raising the dead. Now, Jesus did under his ministry raise the dead. And the apostles, you've got one or two cases of them doing that. But that's not part of the Great Commission. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name. Number one, they'll cast out devils. Number two, they'll speak a new tongue. Number three, they'll take up servants. Number four, if they drink any dead thing and not hurt them. Number five, they'll lay hands on the sick and shall recover. But then, you see, it takes special faith or a manifestation of what we call the gift of faith. In 1 Corinthians 12th chapter. Like Smith Wigglesworth said, first person raised from the dead under his ministry. Well, he said, I, uh, I, I penetrated heaven with my faith, what faith he had. But there was another faith came down from heaven that took hold of my spirit. And when I prayed with my own faith, the answer was no. But when I prayed with this faith, it couldn't, uh, yeah, it, it wouldn't take a no for an answer. And the person was raised up. Praise God. See, God gave me special faith because he heard from heaven. Now, once in a while, I'll have a manifestation of special faith. You don't manifest these as you will. The Bible said the manifestation is given to every man to profit with all. Like I mentioned up there a couple of years ago, at Philadelphia, there sat four ladies in a wheelchair. Well, the Spirit of God said, said, said to me. You get one of these ladies, you point to her and you tell her that when you point to her, the Holy Ghost will come on, the power of God will come on and get up and walk out of the chair. See, I heard from heaven. He gave me faith to do that. She walked out of the chair. What about the other three? I can't minister that way. I don't have any word. I haven't heard anything. I'll have to teach them the word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. Lay hands on them in faith. And so, uh, faith comes by hearing. All right, this man's got faith himself. He's healed on his own faith, not Paul's faith, not the apostle's faith, not Barnabas's faith. The latter part of the ninth verse. Look at it for yourself. He had faith. To what? To be healed. Where did he get it? Look at the statement of the first part of the verse. The same, that's the man, the crippled man, heard Paul do what? Speak. speak. See, faith doesn't come by seeing. Faith comes by hearing. Heard Paul speak. 
What did Paul speak? 7th verse said the gospel. Somebody asked one minister, said, do you all pray for the sick in your church? You preach healing? No, we just preach the gospel. Without thinking, I said, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Why, well, no more preach the gospel than I landed on Mars 10 minutes ago. <laughs> now, he may preach part of it. Healing, I have no apologies to make. I feel like I'm in good company with the Apostle Paul and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I just like them a whole lot better than I do theologians. Amen. Healing for the physical body is part and parcel of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. If that's not so, tear that page out of your Bible. And you start tearing pages out and the rest of them just automatically come out, you know. Amen. No, no. If healing... For our physical bodies is not a part and parcel of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, then tear that page out. But thanks be unto God, healing is a part and parcel of the gospel. Now, I'm going to ask you this question. Could that crippled man have received healing if he had heard Paul speak? You heard him speak. God said the same heard Paul speak. But if he had heard Paul say, now God does heal sometimes, if it's his will, would he have had faith to be healed? No, he'd had faith to believe I'm one of them that is not his will to heal. Because that's exactly what he'd have believed. Wouldn't he? Because the devil would have accommodated him. And he'd went home and said, well, you know, yeah, yeah, God does heal sometimes, all right, but, but it's not his will to heal everybody. Or would he have received faith? I'm talking about faith to be healed. Would he have received faith because he's got faith to be healed? He received it. He got it. Where did he get it? And what he heard. Now, would he have received faith to be healed by hearing? Now, now God does heal all right if it's his will. No, he'd have got faith to believe it's not his will to heal me. That's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we'll pray. And if it's God's will, he'll heal you. And if it's not, he won't. No, he wouldn't have gotten faith to be healed. He had faith to be healed. Where did he get it? Amen. Say, the same the man heard Paul speak. The same the man heard Paul speak. He got faith from what he heard. Then he must have heard. Paul must have preached that not only did Jesus die for our sins according to the Scriptures, and was raised again for our justification. But he must do, and he took his text from the Old Testament, his only Bible of the hand. He must have also quoted Isaiah, where he said, as is recorded in Matthew, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. And what he bore, you need not bear. And because he bore them, I'm free. And so Paul perceived no, he didn't have a revelation. See, the Holy Ghost will bring you a revelation. There ought to be a certain amount of spiritual perception about all of us. It ought to be easy to perceive. See, I can perceive very readily when folks get a hold of the truth. You just be teaching away. If you just look the crowd over, suddenly somebody's face will light up like a neon sign in the dark. You know they got it. Other folks sitting there sort of puzzled, perplexed. You know they didn't. I perceived. Very easily to perceive that, isn't it? Paul, notice what it said, steadfastly beholding him. Now he's speaking, he's got his eye on him. Steadfastly beholding him. Isn't that what it said? Yes. That means looking at him. 
steadfastly beholding him. I mean, he got his eye on him all the time he's preaching, that crippled guy. He, he wants to get that over to him. He wants to see whether he's getting it or not. And he perceived he's getting that, man. Yeah, glory to God. <laughs> said, stand upright. Up he jumped, up he jumped. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. Somebody said, I wish I'd get that to work for me. Well, it don't work by wishing, so forget it. Amen. He had faith. Yes. He had what? Faith. Faith for what? To be healed. Faith for what? To be healed. How did he get it? Where did he get it? Heard Paul speak. By hearing. Yes. Paul speak. What did Paul speak? The gospel. It worked for you? You ever seen anybody healed that way? Absolutely. I mean incurable diseases. I can tell you about a number of testimonies. I never laid a hand on them. I never touched them. I never prayed for them. In fact, I didn't even know it was in a strange city. Didn't even know they had anything wrong with them. But then the pastor said to me, Brother Hagin, because on Sunday morning he asked me if I'd preach for him. I said, yeah, yeah, I'll preach. We, we had just preaching every night and we didn't take Saturday off. And so uh, uh, the, the auditorium's full and they opened up some side doors like over here to the side over there, those doors will open up. And, and there's another room in there and, and it, it was full and, and the pastor whispered to me while they were, you know, we're sitting up here on the platform, morning service, and the song leaders leading congregational singing, and the choir's all back here in place. They're going to have a choir song after a while. And so he said to me, but they can see those folks there. I said, now, actually, first, I've been pastor here, and he told me how long, I think eight years, something like that. It's the first time we ever had an overflow crowd. We've had a building pretty well full. But he said, 43 of those people, now there's more than that back there, but 43 of those people there, came as a result of this young man and he began to tell me about this young man had an incurable condition. And the doctor said, young married man, only 23 years old and they didn't discover it until after he married and the local doctors and all, there's just no cure for him. I mean, he'd be dead in a matter of just, just a little while. And so he, he, he got out where he couldn't work and so he went to nowhere to go, went and lived with his dad-in-law, his mother-in-law, see? His little wife and said he heard you that very first time and just heard that one time and believed it. I never prayed for him. And went right back to the same doctor on every test. In fact, they wanted him to come into the clinic and kept him five days. They couldn't find a trace of anything. It's all gone. Everyone had disappeared. And so he said his mother-in-law and his dad-in-law and 43 people of his in-laws and outlaws and all of them, you know. I mean, they come and, 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 and want to join the church here. They said, now, now, some of them already believers, some of them weren't. Now then they got saved. And said, we don't know a thing. We, we, we see healings right now. Uh, we, we sort of breathe a little bit that way. We don't know anything about that Holy Ghost business, but we'll just accept whatever you say about it, and we're all candidates to be filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Glory to God. And that one fella, I never prayed for him. The pastor never prayed for him. He didn't know him. I didn't know him. Lived in that same town. The pastor don't know everybody in town. Sure not. See? But he came out to the services. He heard one sermon. Now, he'd, been, he'd come afterwards, you see. But he heard one sermon. And faith came. Because he heard. He attended unto my words. He didn't sit there and argue and say, well, no, I don't believe that. Now, if I ever get healed, I'll believe it. Yeah, if I ever do. No. No, he inclined his ears to God's sayings and said, I claim that. It's mine. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. One of our offer products is my book, Untapped Power of Praise. You know, honey, I was thinking, 
it's so very important that every day to make it a habit of giving praise to God. That's right. Whatever, it doesn't matter what it is about, but it is just like, I praise Him every morning. Yes. And it's, I think that it's so important to have like a kind of a schedule. And so in the morning time is when, of course, I, you know, pray, give my request to God. Yeah. But then also I praise Him even before I give Him all of my requests. Right. So that's, you know, really, really important. Yes. And besides the untapped power of praise, we got, a, a uh, CD, three CDs, but me, it's, it's a message that I I preached uh, because of Jesus. Actually, I got a book because of that. I deal with this. I got three CDs here because of Jesus. Those it, are really good sermons. They really I are. I have heard those, sermons. and they are really good sermons. Yeah, uh, it's all because of Jesus. Yes. And there's, there's three D CDs where I was talking about because of Jesus. And, and then a new release, honey, yeah, by me. Yeah, that's yours. Yeah, uh, new release. And certainly we've had some trouble times. Oh, yes, In the have. days that we're living in. And and this CD is how to respond in trouble times. So it's very important to respond positively And all of those times. are available to you for a gift of $35 or more. Uh, just go right now to your uh, device or yes. your computer. Go to rhema.org and you can order those right now. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma. 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Monday starts a new and powerful teaching from the Rama Archives. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.